Welcome to the ministry of Reverend Jerry Pino, founder and head pastor of Disciple Nations Church, The Word Place, a 21st century charismatic, apostolic, and an evangelical ministry. Reverend Jerry Pino is passionate about soul winning, working of miracles, and empowering believers to take their rightful place in the world. He believes that Africa must send the gospel of Jesus to every city, town, or village of the world, and thus, he is committed in doing by establishing 50,000 churches across the world in his lifetime. He is a gifted teacher of the gospel, a prophet and an entrepreneur. He is a marketer and an investment banker by profession. He holds an MBA in marketing from the University of Cape Coast, Ghana. Now hear today's word. <laughs> Give the Lord a sound. Give the Lord a sound. Come on, give the Lord a mighty shout. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, lift up your Bible. Say, this is my Bible. It contains the word of God. And tonight, I shall be instructed from my Bible. And I believe my life in 2021 shall never, ever be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, tonight we ask that you speak to us in a language we will understand. Let your people be blessed. Let souls be saved. Let the sick be healed. And let the poor, the gospel be preached to in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, I want to take your seats. Uh, give your neighbor some elbow and say, I am in church. I am in church. I am in church. I am in church. Amen. Praise God. Um, I mean, many say it's been a tough year, but I said it's been a good year. Amen. And if you are alive, you are here tonight, it's been a good year. Amen. And I just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for making it possible. Amen. 2021 is our year of the Spirit. It's our year of the Spirit. I thought you would clap for Jesus. It is going to be a year where we will see the demonstration of the power of God. It's going to be a year where we will walk in spirit and in truth. It's going to be a year where we will not live our lives anyhow. We will live our lives mindful of the presence of God with us. Amen. Amen. And so 2021, our year of the Spirit. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 to 8. That says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man. Amen. It says that that, that says the Lord. In other words, what I'm reading didn't come from a man. If you want to hear the mind of God for 2021, that says the Lord. Curse is the man who trusts in man. And makes flesh his strength. He said that whose heart departs from the Lord. That says the Lord. Curse is the man who trusts in man, and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. Verse 6. 
for he shall be like a shrub in the desert. He is referring to the man who will depart from the Lord. He is talking about the man who will put his trust in man. He says that, for he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes. In other words, in the coming year, good shall come. But the man who will put his trust in another man, even though good will come, he will not see. I pray for you that in the coming year, when good comes, may you see it. Yeah. Oh, I said in the coming year, when good comes, may you see it. Yeah. When money comes, may you see it. Yeah. When health comes, may you see it. Yeah. When opportunities come, may you see it. Stand to your feet and shout, I shall see it. We shall see it. Is that, and, 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 and shall not see when good comes. Please take your seat. But shall inhabit the patched places in the wilderness. The patched places in the wilderness are the hot parts of the wilderness. And the Bible says that if you put your trust in man in the coming year, your life will be hot. Am I preaching? Your life will be hot. Hmm. I say, in a short land which is not inhabited. In other words, you will find your place in a place that is no good for human habitation. If you put your trust in man. Verse 7. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. And whose hope is the Lord. Not the one whose hope is in the Lord. But the hope is the Lord. The Lord is your hope. Verse 8. I say, for that man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord, he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes. In other words, when, when the Lord is your hope in the coming year, there might be difficulties, there might be challenges, there might even be another outbreak. But because the Lord is your hope, you will not be afraid. You will not be afraid. I see, but its leaf will be green. It means that you will flourish where others are struggling, where everybody is shouting and screaming that things are tough. People are dying. You will flourish. And will not be anxious in the year of drought. Nor will cease from yielding fruits. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word and always say amen. amen. Tonight I bring you a brief word I've entitled, Human Strategies Will Fail Many. Human Strategies. Human Strategies Will Fail Many. Listen to me. I'm going to be very straight to the point. In the coming year, the Lord said to me emphatically that human strategies will fail many. It is good to plan. It is good to strategize. It is good to say in the coming year, I am going to do A, B, C, D based on one, two, three. But listen to me. In the coming year, human strategies will fail many. Human wisdom will fail many. Scientists will fail. In fact, what corona has done to scientists is small as compared to what will happen in the coming year. 
many human strategies will fail. Many human philosophies will fail. Amen. And so, if you are here tonight, I'm going to give you the antidote for success in the coming year. I said what? And yet, a quintro said, whatever bra there be, antidote for success in the coming year. Three things you must avoid in the coming year. Number one, don't put your trust in man. Three things you must avoid in the coming year. Number one, in the coming year, it was 2021. How many times haven't our uncles promised us? Our brothers promised us and failed us. There are people you meet and you ask them, three years ago you said you go to the UK. Why? He said, my uncle who promised to come and pick me, he has not come. <laughs> Even as a church, there are people who have made what? Amen. The reason why you must not put your trust in man is because man can fail you. Number two, man cannot promise you tomorrow. Are you here with me? Look, if a man tells you that tomorrow I will do ABCD for you, he does not have control over tomorrow. Give me Psalm 103 verse 50 to 17. Man is like a flower. You see a man today and tomorrow he is no more. I say, as for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. Verse 16. For the wind passes over it and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. Verse 17. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children. As for man, you will see man today and tomorrow he is no more. Said John, he made many promises to people. Today, where is Sir John? Man doesn't have control over tomorrow. That is why you must not put your trust in man. Are you here with me? Ochina, I will do so for you. Tomorrow, I will do so for you. Listen to me. Take it for me. Man can never help you if God is not on your side. Man can never help you if God is not on your side. The Bible said that, except the Lord build the house, Psalm 127, they labor in vain. In other words, except the Lord is on your side, even when a man makes a promise to you, it is in vain. Nothing will happen. So in the coming year, avoid the temptation of putting your trust in man. Some of you politicians have made promises to you. Listen to me. Don't trust them. I said what? Don't trust them. Don't trust any man. Don't trust any man. Man, his days are numbered. And, and, the, and the interesting thing about man is that man does not know when he will die. <laughs> so when I see people who are proud, do you know the one you are talking to? No. Who are you? I can change your sleeping place to where? 
Not to where? Can I tell you something? Man doesn't have what it takes to make another man. <laughs> man does not have what it takes to make another man. So don't put your trust in man. No matter how powerful that man is, don't put your trust in him. No matter how trusted that man is, don't put your trust in him. You see, one of the reasons why ladies get broken hearts is because they trust men too much. Amen. So in the coming year, avoid the temptation of putting your trust in man. And listen to me, man will make nice promises to you. Man, oh. <laughs> Ask me and I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, Also, if we had relied on man, like this church would not be here. I'm telling you, at a point in time, God told me, say, who called you? Why are you looking up to man? Wow. That's my wife. Like this church will not be healed. One of the reasons why God doesn't want us to put our trust in man, let me give you three reasons. Number one, number one, number one. It is because man cannot tell whether he'll be alive tomorrow or not. Are you here? That is, the, that is number one reason. Number two reason, the promises of man are destructive. It can distract you from the plan of God. The promises of man are destructive. God wants you to go this way, but because man wants to help you, man can change your course. So God says that don't put your trust in man because man will cause you to disobey me. So don't put your trust in man. Three reasons. Man, man, reason number one, man does not know whether he'll be alive tomorrow or not. So don't trust man. Leave man alone. Number two, the promises of God are, uh, of men are destructive. Number three, when men help you, they can enslave you. And God doesn't want that. Haven't you seen in churches where there, there are big, so-called big men with money? They try to even dictate the message the pastor should preach. So God says that don't put your trust in that man. Put your trust in me. Are you here? So in the coming year, if you want your life to flourish, please listen to me. Take your mind off that man who made a promise that I will make you. He can't make you. Want me more, Debbie? No, he can't. Are you here? He can't. He can't. So don't put your trust in man. Number two, don't rely on your strength. Go back to Jeremiah 17, verse 5 to 8. Don't rely on your strength. In other words, don't rely on your education. Your strength is anything that you can do with your human abilities. I see, that says the Lord, curse is the man who, who trusts 
in man and makes flesh his strength. So anything that you can do with your human ability is your physical strength. Don't trust it because it can fail you. Your education can fail you. Haven't we seen people with PhDs who are jobless? Haven't we seen people with PhDs who have mental problem? Mental problem. PhD. PhD. Or Kassar, you are wondering, say, what is this? PhD. Why? Because your human strength can fail you. Human strength can fail you. So, don't put your trust in your education. Don't put your trust in your career. I have a good job. Ah, were we not in this country when banks collapsed? Who would have thought that bank managers would become Uber drivers? Can I tell you something? Don't put your trust in your career to fail you. In the coming year, don't, don't do it. It will fail you. Some of you, God blesses you small. You stop coming to church. You don't know what you are doing. You don't know. You don't know. Because you see, the day that job will fail you, the pastor will not be there to help you. Are you listening? Are you sure? So in the coming year, avoid the temptation of putting your trust in your career. I have a good job. I have a reliable source of income. Really? Reliable what? Re <laughs> Say, Lord, help us. <laughs> Don't rely on your strength. Don't rely on your business. Don't rely on your connections. Some of you, your whole life is about somebody you know. Your whole life is about somebody you know. I can do this because, oh, well, I know this person. I can just pick a phone and call this person. In the coming year, don't rely on connections. I might say don't network. Networks are good. So, I am not against networking, but I'm telling you that if you rely on network in the coming year, you'll be disappointed. Ah, haven't you realized that there are people who are connected? I heard a story about a young man in Cape Coast. Also, he, he is physically challenged. He has linked to almost all the presidents we have had in Ghana. The guy is still poor. If President Rollins of Blessed Memory sees him, he will, he will give him a handshake. If President Kufour sees him, he will give him a handshake. If President Mahama sees him, he will give him a handshake. As a matter of fact, wherever they are and they see him, they will call him by name. The guy is still poor. And yet, beyond the free sometimes the free dream. One of the things the Lord has taught me not to boast about is connection. <laughs> because he has, he, has, he has made it clear to me that what will make you is not the people you know, but me. Connections, no. Amen. Why? Because connections can fail you. Connections can fail you. So in the coming year, don't rely on your strength. Anything that you can do by your human strength, be careful that you don't put your trust in it. Don't rely on your strategies and your plans. Somebody asks you, what is the guarantee that you will succeed in the coming year? Don't tell the person that I have plans. Because plans can fail. The Bible says that in a man's heart, he plans his course, but the Lord directs his path. Many are the plans in the heart of man, but it is only the counsel of God that shall stand. 
So don't tell people that, oh, I have plans, and because I have plans, I'll succeed. Listen, that is fallacy. How many times haven't you had plans? Every year, you write plans. Every year, you write plans. If your plans should happen, you will not be here. And then, the most important human strength that you must avoid putting your trust in is your riches and your wealth. Say, one page will come home because you have to come home and Hey, I'm going to you. Sika, you're to you. Sika. Sika. You're to you. And say, you're to you. You're to you. You're to you. I want you to take this one and work with it. Money. Look, money. We come to meet money. And we will leave it here. 25th December, also for, I shared on Facebook that I want to bless families who don't have what to eat. The inbox message that I got. I visited families. I went all the way to Kasua. And I was humble. Okay? They said, Men found what we When they came to When they came to drive Now what can I do? When they came to When they came to President Rollins cried with I'm very sure say, at the time, no, we are not so just a one but angel of death by or no, or man to me, I should know in the Abraham. In the coming year, humble yourself, don't put your trust in your wealth. I have money, I, 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 I have this, I have that. I am this. I am that. Hey, there is a story in the Bible. The Bible says that there was a man who made so much riches. And he said to himself that, ah, this is money. Look, my soul, enjoy. And the Bible says that that night, the Lord appeared to him and said, you foolish man, you are a fool. I will take your soul from you and they will see what will happen to your money. Do you know why? Because when you put your trust in money, you become an enemy of God. That is why Jesus says that you cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve both God and money. Because the moment your trust is in money, you become God's enemy. And when you become God's enemy, the earth cannot keep you. The earth cannot contain you. Amen? So don't put your trust in money in the coming year. And I'm saying this because in the coming year, I see the spirit of wealth. You really hear me? I said, I see the spirit of wealth. Yeah. Hey, people will get wealthy suddenly. One of the reasons why many people are poor is because they want to be rich so that they will prove to others that I can also do these things. And so God will keep you poor. Anytime you want to be rich to prove a point, you are somebody who will put your trust in riches. And God doesn't want you to become his enemy. So God will keep you poor. Amen? So in the coming year, don't put your trust in your strength. Don't do it. Don't do it. 
Number three. Don't turn away from the Lord. What do I mean by that? One, stay away from sin. Don't live a sinful life. We live in a generation where the preaching of sin and righteousness, holiness, is no longer the, the, the ish. You know, somebody told me also, for the way you always talk about this righteousness, your church will not grow. Yes, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because me, no matter what I'm preaching, even if I'm preaching marriage, you won't understand. Once I make prosperity conference, me preaching, say, ah, now you, the way you are living your life, you go to hell, you go to hell. You go, say, ah, now is he preaching prosperity? I'm preaching hell and prosperity. Say, also for tone down, tone down. The way your message of, of, of holiness and, and, and righteousness and salvation and also for told that because the young people will not come. Hmm? Huh? In the coming year, don't live a sinful life. Avoid it. I said what? Avoid it. You know that whenever you meet the young guy, the next thing that happens is sex. Avoid him. I said what? Avoid him. Don't turn away from the Lord. Turning away from the Lord basically means that doing things that is not in line with the will of God and the word of God. Whenever you do things that God does not endorse, you have turned away from the Lord. You have turned away. Amen? So avoid a sinful life. Listen to me. Sinful life is not the preaching of law. If I tell you that live right, I'm not preaching law. I am preaching grace. Amen? Live right. Live right. Live right. Because that's a police chua. Take away. 25th December, NASA called the Abahono. They are now take away. Or quite, this is 25th December. Is that the kind of life you want? <laughs> it's the Bible It's not for your own good. Don't fornicate. Because you see, when you go and fornicate, very soon we will hear. Chap, 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 chap. Chap, 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 chap. Then you start hiding. You see the pastor, you run away. What kind of life too is that one? So Bible says that don't sin. There is a scripture in 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 15. But as he who called you is what? Is what? Is what? Is what? You also be what? In, in what way? Some of your conducts? Some? So you can drink alcohol and come and sing in church? Huh? You can fornicate and come and sing in church? I'm not saying when you fornicate, don't come to church. But when you come to church after you are fornicated, expect that I'll talk about it. And then you'll be uncomfortable. Pastor When I preach, this one, somebody went to tell him, I'm happy. This one, somebody went to tell him, then I'm happy. The Holy Spirit told me, I will preach it. Don't 
But as he who called you is holy, you also, who? 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 Why? Because you have the nature of God. Listen to me. You cannot have the nature of God and be practicing the nature of the devil. It is not, it, I don't know how, how we got this gospel. I don't know how we got it. You cannot claim that your father is Mr. A. Huh? And then when we check your DNA, you are Mr. B's son. Is it possible? No. But that is what we do. We claim that God is our father. But our ways does not show that God is our father. And when we talk about it, say you are condemning me. You are condemning me. Who, who made you a judge over us? Who made you a judge over us? Did God call you to come and condemn or to come and preach? God called me to come and rebuke, to come and correct, and to teach. That was that the gospel is for this purpose. Amen. So in the coming year, I beg you, avoid sin. I said, do what? If sin is your problem, pray that God should help you. You see, one of the reasons why we are not able to overcome sin is because we enjoy sin. And the reason why we enjoy sin is because sin, Bonnier de. Young men, look at me. Mrs. Bonnier de. Bonnier de. Yeah. But Udi Bonnier, now we call Bonsame Jemu. Mrs. Day. Every deliberate sin you commit takes you closer to hell. Write it down. This one, they want you to write it down. Every deliberate sin you commit takes you closer to hell. Don't come and tell me that they told me that once I'm in Christ, I cannot go to hell. Which Bible are they reading? So, if you are living in sin, pray that God should help you. The Bible says that the hand of the, is it Isaiah 54, the hand of the Lord is not short. Isaiah 59, that is to save. Neither are his ears heavy that he should hear. But our iniquities. So what has brought the separation is not because God doesn't love you. God loves you, but your sinful life has brought separation. Because it is dragging. And guess what you do? You leave the church claiming that the church, the pastor is not powerful. But it is you who is not powerful. Amen. Let me tell you this and write it down. No pastor is powerful. The only thing that is powerful is the word of God. No pastor is, I'm telling you today on authority. No pastor is, there are, there, 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 there was a lady I met, Ozofo, she had an issue and she chronicled the kind of men of God who have prayed with her. When she mentioned the names, I knew that my anointing is nowhere. <laughs> but, but I said, I said, but so why did you come to me? He said, the first time I heard you preach, I went to preach in their uh, church somewhere. I just felt that if I should meet you and you pray for me, I'll be fine. I said, are you sure? He said, I said, Father, this is what your daughter says. May it be done unto her according to her faith. I pray that this issue should leave her. In Jesus' name. Amen. She was shocked. He said, Pastor, is that what I said? I finished. From that time, 
I say to the glory of God, she herself said, Pastor, from that time till now, that problem has left me. It has left me. Is it that Pastor Jerry is powerful? I'm not powerful. Is it God chose at the time she has matured in faith to take the problem away? And it coincided with my prayer. But if I'm not wise, I will start raising my shoulders. <laughs> Amen. Another lady came to see me. She had a problem with the fruit of the womb. They had done whatever, whatever, nothing. I didn't even know. And then when I took the microphone, I said, the Lord said I should tell you that year by this time, you will carry your own baby. That was the problem she came there with, I didn't know. In three months, she conceived. Is it that I am powerful? I am not powerful. So the point I'm making is that no man of God is powerful, but the word of God is powerful through the man of God. Amen? Amen. And for the word of God to work in your life, your life must align with the word. Amen? Until your life aligns with the word, you don't get blessings from the word. Am I preaching at all? So stay away from sin. Number two, avoid idolatry of any form. Busum sum. Nancy busum sum. And yes, what could you be ever show them on crowd? Debbie, anything that is number one in your life is an idol. Some of you, we'll do my busum. We'll boss a busum. We'll boyfriend. Hey, busum. We must show. It might be a homo warrior, but sorry, be Avoid idolatry of any form. Amen? Avoid it. And then, number two, uh, 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 still under, don't turn away from the Lord. Never ever go without doing a quiet time. Basic teaching, but powerful. You see, what, what invites the presence of God in your life eh, is the time you spend with God alone. Are you here? The time. You see, as a pastor, most of the time I ask my wife, Sunday after church, I am tired, but I go to the park. Man is tired, though. Man is tired. Monday you go to work. All of you are sleeping. These are the things that brings the presence of God into a man's life. When you are committed to the presence of God, be an addicted quiet time Christian. Be addicted to quiet time. Amen? Wake up in the morning, read the Bible. Pray. That thing we say, read your Bible, pray every day if you want to. It is not for Sunday school, it is for us. It is for us. I think every adult church must be singing because now the adults are more born. The reason why most of you chase all these comedians who call themselves pastors is because read your Bible, pray every day, you don't do it. So you chase comedians all over the place. And they are telling you, when they are when they are you, when they are you, when they are when they are when they but you are desperate. And I want to buy one kind. Empire. What's sorry? 
And then number, the last one, and I don't turn away from the Lord. Don't leave the church. Don't leave the church. Now let me give you two things you must do in the coming year. Go back to verse 7 and 8 of Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 17. Quickly. In the next five minutes, we are crossing into the new year. But see, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. So, so in the coming year, you must do two things. Number one, trust in the Lord. I said do what? What it means is that you must have a firm belief in the reliability, truth, and the ability of God to take you through the year. Rely on God. Rely on God. When things get tough, rely on God. I said, do what? Rely on God. Hey, Amen. Bible see, Trust him. He said, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. So, in the coming year, don't trust in man, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. When they're going get stuff, trust in the Lord. They sack you from work. Trust in the Lord. Your husband says, I will marry you again. Trust in the Lord. You are struck down with sickness. Trust in the Lord. Whatever comes your way, trust in the Lord. Put your trust in God. Put your trust. Look, when the devil realizes that your conviction about the reliability of God is firm, he will leave you alone. Are you here with me? When the devil knows that this person, there is nothing I can do to turn his heart away from God, he will leave you alone. That is why he went to God and said, Job, he is prospering because you have built a hedge of fire around him. Let me touch him and see if he will not curse you. After he tried and he didn't happy, he left him alone. So, in the coming year, trust in the Lord. Challenges will come. Difficulties will come. Even sickness will come. Poverty will come. Lack will come. The economy will have issues, but trust in the Lord. I said, do what? Trust in the Lord. And then finally, make the Lord your hope. Do you know what it means to make the Lord your hope? It means that that feeling of expectation and desire for a change and for something to happen in your life must come from the Lord. Your inspiration must come from the Lord. Go through the year knowing that you will succeed because God has said so. Oh, you will succeed. But you will succeed because God has said so. You will marry because God has said so. Not because a pastor said so. Because a pastor is a man. But if God said it, he will do it. Bible says that <laughs> who is it that says a thing? And that thing that the man has said will come to pass when the Lord has not sanctioned it. Listen to me. Our problem is that we trust so much in man and we leave God. Sometimes we even trust more in the man of God than in the God of the man. We trust more. My papa says, now it is no longer God says, my pastor says, my papa says, my father says, my bishop says, in the coming year, say the Bible says. Are you here with me? I said, in the coming year, say the Bible says. 
said, ah, why do you believe that the year will be good? Because the Bible said that I shall eat the good of the land if only I am willing and obedient. Can I tell you something? I am willing. Ah, I said I am willing. And because I am willing, in the coming year, I am going to eat the good of the land. It is not what the pastor said. That is why I like Jeremiah chapter 17, the verse, uh, is it 5? No, that says the Lord. That says the Lord. It is the word of God. That says the Lord. Cast is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength. Then go. Okay, verse 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. So if we ask you in the coming year, why will you trust? He said, I trust in the Lord. Why do you think that your career will flourish? I trust in the Lord. Why do you think that you will not die? I trust in the Lord. Why do you think that Corona will not kill you? I trust in the Lord. If Corona cannot kill Jesus, it cannot kill you. Stand to your feet. Thank you for listening to Reverend Jerry Payne. For more information about our ministry, kindly visit our website at www.disciplenationschurch.org or call us on 0244-733-659. Locate the workplace of Disciple Nations Church at Sotoko Official Town Market near the Bonnie Bend Building or Sadiba Electronics in Accra. God bless you.